Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine fanatics who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, we introduce you to a prominent woman and take a peek into her life and, of course, her favorite wines. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Lucine Hartunian who is featured in Wine Country Women of Napa Valley. Lucene is an entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother of three. Lucene, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, my lovely, lovely Michelle. You make me blush. (laughs) (laughs) We're here at your distillery today, one of two businesses that you and your husband have here in the Napa Valley, which I am looking forward to talking to to you about a little bit later. But right now, I want to talk about you. Yeah, I want people to get to know who you are. So let's tell our listeners where you grew up, who you are, and how you landed in the Napa Valley. Well, I'm, I was born in Echmiadze in Armenia, which is a very ancient city in Armenia. Uh, at six years old, uh, my family decided to just pick up with my siblings. I have a younger brother and an older sister. I'm the middle child. Uh, we, we, recite, we moved to the States in 1980, June of 1980. Um, I had very hardworking parents who made every effort to ensure that we were safe and secure and in every way of and seeing that I think helped me be who I am today uh, as a as a business owner and mom and wife and so on and so forth so in 1980 when we moved to the states we lived in Glendale California for about 26 years or so I married my husband Arthur in uh, July of 97. Uh, we lived in Glendale, continued to live in Glendale, California for about five years and decided to move to Central California, Fresno. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we felt that there was an opportunity there for us to start a, a business, um, financial services, and to purchase a house. Uh, Glendale was, the market was very high. Um, There was a lot going on in Glendale. We just decided that that was the best thing for us at the time. And and we only had uh, one child at the time, Alexander, who was three. We moved to Fresno and uh, a couple of years later, Isabella and um, Christian were born. (laughs) And um, in 2008, a very unfortunate thing happened. We had an economic crash, which caused us to close shop. And um, the visionaries that we are, Arthur and I decided to make limoncello. And And why uh, limoncello? And how did, how did you come up with that? It was, it was, it's a funny story. It kind of goes back to uh, Arthur playing poker at his friend's restaurant after, you know, after the the restaurant was closed. A uh, few of his friends would just gather and play poker, and and his friend who was Italian would bring out limoncello, and and Arthur was told Pino, hey Pino, I bet I can make a limoncello that tastes better than this. And Pino said, if you can, I'll serve it at the restaurant. So Arthur came home and told me all about it, started researching and mixing and stirring and uh, infusing and made a small batch in the kitchen, took it back to the restaurant. The guys loved it and said, Arthur, you have to bottle this. And so it all just kind of evolved from there. And we 
started the business Napa Valley Limoncello Company, okay. which is now um, DBA Napa Valley Distillery. Uh, so you moved to Napa Valley in 2013. What's life been like here? Life has been very, uh, first and foremost, very grateful uh, for what Napa Valley has has offered and um, the opportunities that it's brought to us. Um, so I, I can say I'm very grateful, um, but it's been very challenging. It's been very hectic. It's, it's overwhelming at times, but I think it just keeps me going. When, when there's challenges, I think it builds uh, me stronger. So I, I have the courage to to move forward when, especially when somebody says, you guys are crazy or what do you think you're doing? I think things like that really just make Arthur and I stronger and in a sense that there is nothing stopping us. There, The opportunities are there. You just have to find it. It challenges you more. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so you live in the town of Napa. Yes. What kind of home do you live in here? Talk to us really, about your home. Uh, we live in a really nice area right off of Highway 29. And it's a it's a really um, comfortable home. home. It's a two-story, four-bedroom, you know, four-bathroom. Lovely, lovely home. We've, we've made it our own. And what kind of... What, close what, to the schools. <laughs> and what, what's your interior design style? I'm very much into uh, restoration hardware style, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, just very comfortable and inviting, um, neutral tones, earth tones, um, fresh flowers. Ambiance is very, very important to me. Which is a good lead in to talk about entertaining. I know that you enjoy entertaining people and mm-hmm. you like to spend a lot of time on detail. So t- talk to me about how you like to entertain at your home. Well, in the book, I do mention that I think the kitchen is the most important room in a home. I think the kitchen is what brings family and friends together in one place where you can share a drink or create a recipe and just have something to talk about. And, and, um, so for me, yes, detail, I'm very detail oriented. I love to entertain. So when we have guests over, we, we have to have the nice music playing, um, different vibes. We're not set on one type of style. So the music to, to get the ambiance going, we have some light, light features that sometimes we, we turn on, uh, reflecting on the walls and candles and, um, scent. Um, if, the guests are staying over the night. We'll ensure that they have their, uh, you know, towels tied with satin ribbons and uh, flower rose petals and little notes here and there with their names on it. Kind of give it that private label. <laughs> yeah, your own special touch. Exactly. Which I think is um, is nice. It different- I love making people feel special. First and foremost, I, th- I love that. I think that's what makes you so special. Thank you. Um, so you're at home. You own a distillery. <laughs> uh, so you produce a variety of fabulous products. But what do you and Arthur drink at home? Arthur and I 
don't have a specific uh, drink that we constantly drink I think we were it's versatile depends on what I make for dinner uh, if it's a white wine or red wine I I love I'm I'm into red wines I love a nice deep cab um, Arthur comes home with different you know ingredients pretty much every night wants to create a new concoction every day and and I'll be the master taster is what I like to call myself and he's the master blender uh, so we we have a little bit of different uh, varietal of drinks um, we don't we're not set on something but uh, if I if we were to do a go-to mine would be our Napa Valley distilleries um, Napa vodka distilled from 100% Napa Valley Sauvignon wine um, grapes and uh, Arthur's is the gin and tonic. <laughs> there you go. Want more on today's interview? Purchase Wine Country Women of Napa Valley. It's available on our website at winecountrywomen.com. Is there advice that you would give? to someone that wants to move to the Napa Valley? I mean, you moved here five years ago. Um, is there any advice that you think that someone needs to have before they move here? Um, if they were to start a new business, I would say be patient. It takes a very long time to get your permits approved. Right. <laughs> I know that because of the new location we're about to open up. Um, but other than that, I am... My advice would be just, uh, it's a small community, so you're going to get a lot of support. Um, and, uh, you know, just move with your passion. So let's let's talk now about your career. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about where you are now, or talk more about where you are now, tell me what your first job ever was. <laughs> my first job ever I was very very young um, at 17 going on 18 I, I was a wedding cake decorator and um, then evolved into the wedding cake specialist where I would meet the bride and groom for a cake tasting and sampling of which cake choice they'd like to move forward with and I would go in on uh, weekends at about 3 a.m. and design or decorate the cakes so I was a wedding cake decorator (laughs) so did that come naturally you know what it did it did uh it was funny because one of the days the owner Lorraine it was Holly's Bakery Lorraine came up to me and said hey Lucine why don't you try and make a rose on this uh metal pin um it had a little flat round flat top and I did and she was so impressed she said I had to go to school for this how in the heck did you do that and so it just kind of evolved from there I I developed a passion and I think that's also when I realized that the creativity in me kind of blossomed. Um, and I was very, very good with writing on the cakes, my, the handwriting. I, it was very legible. It wasn't thick and gooey looking. It was almost like with a pen. It was very legible. Can, do you still have this skill set now? I do. And the funny thing is when I, if I were to go order a cake, I'm very particular when they write on the cake. I'm, can I do that part? 
And do they let you? They do. Oh, good. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not sure. Somebody just hand over that task to you. Um, so from there, fast forward to today, you have two businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a distillery, which we've talked about. Um, and th- then the other one is Napa Sack. So why don't you tell people what that business is all about. Sure. So Napa Stock um, was born 2014 um, when Arthur and I decided what's next because as crazy as we are, we're always on the go and constantly thinking of new ideas. The distillery (laughs) as if it wasn't enough with all the challenges. Uh, Well, we had the space in the Oxbow and when, uh, when we expanded the distillery bar shop to a larger location having to do with us um, changing the laws of um, archaic laws, AB 93, allowing us to do tastings in California. We decided we had the space, uh, luxury of having the space in the Oxbow, so we decided what's next, and we thought Napa stock, which means rabbit in Armenian, uh, exactly spelled that way, uh, we decided to develop a Napa Valley brand, lifestyle brand, and it's a, it, it has a line of gourmet products such as vinegars, flavored vinegars, flavored olive oils, truffle oils, um, kitchen accessories, dish towels, and wooden spoons, and you're the perfect place to visit for hostess gifts and, you know, when, Something when in special. doubt. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, they, your businesses complement each other nicely. They do. Uh, the distillery is the spirit side of what we do, and Napa Stock is uh, starting its own winery, Napa Stock Cellars. Uh, which will have a really nice um, complement food because for us, food is wine. And when it, it all kind of comes together because being Armenian, very seldom do we eat without drinking or drink without eating. So we feel that prior to dinner, it's nice to have a before dinner cocktail. During dinner, you have your lovely wine that's suitable f- with what you're eating and an after dinner cocktail. So it all just kind of completes each other. So let's talk about your locations for your businesses here in Napa. Okay. We're at your distillery right now and um, and people can com- come here. Um, yes. They can have a tasting here. You have a, a nice little durable um, retail shop as well. Mm-hmm. But they can also go to Oxbow. Yes. And, um, and then there's something new on the horizon as well. So why don't you um, talk about your plans and sure and why you made the decisions, why you have the locations that you have, and and how you came about to make these decisions? Sure. So the distillery is where you can visit and get the grand tour and tasting. The tour giving you the education on how to um, distill, how the the whole distillation process of how. Sp- spirits are made um, and then you visit the upstairs which is our grand tasting salon and uh, we we do a different type of tasting there it's different and a different experience than what you will get at the oxbow um, and we do something called booze yoga and it, you're not literally doing yoga but it we teach you how to properly taste spirits I think a lot a lot of people 
really don't understand that you don't take a shot of vodka. There is a way, a process of sipping a nice bourbon or whiskey or rum uh, to really get the natural flavors and and uh, on your palate. And can we talk about that? A little of course. Bit? So we we ask you to smell, then take a deep breath in, sip, and slowly exhale with your mouth. Okay. And the Oxbow um, is prime, almost the same. You don't get the the grand tour of the distillation process, uh, but you get a really nice education there as well, sampling all the different variety of bitters that we have available, all the different variety of shrubs and cocktail ingredients, syrups, and so on and so forth. But um, but the distillery, not only do you have just those products, but one. Uh, the other things that I like that you have is you have a cocktail in a bottle. <laughs> we do. We have several <laughs> ready, ready to go. Um, kind of eases, you know, everyone is so busy nowadays. So why not help help you out? Uh, the, the barrel aged cocktail, such as our Manhattan or Negroni, what we do is we make a about a 200 gallon cocktail at a time uh, which is <laughs> very risky uh, but I'm I we're very we execute it properly um, it's amazing <laughs> I mean and their packaging is is perfect it's right on and it's mm -hmm. not in a big bottle but it's like the perfect size. exactly it's a 375 ml so the cocktail is pre-made very lightly barrel aged so the barrel aging process is actually goes back to pre-prohibition time where they would barrel age the cocktail and then serve it so we're kind of bringing that whole experience back um, and so we feel that it marries all the ingredients bringing out the uh, really nice texture of, of the cocktail itself. Um, serves about four to five people, makes them very happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just shake and serve, basically. I feel like everything that you do here is done at such a superior level. The quality is just, you know, amazing. And um, and I think that holds true for your Napa Stack products as well. Mm -hmm. So you to get you back on track, you were at Oxbow, you have the distillery mm -hmm. um, site there, um, but you also have Napa Stack. Yes, uh, to, to go back to the quality side of both the distillery and Napa Stock, we take pride in, in small batch. We, we're a mom and pop business at the end of the day, and we take pride in, in all the ingredients that go into our products. We want to ensure that they're high quality, they're all natural, they're, there isn't anything artificial in our pro products at all. And, <clears throat> you know, Napa Stock um, as well, our, our products are very high quality and we we want to ensure that you know the service that you're getting the one-on-one -on -one service uh, which is just like the bar shop we have a layout of all the the samples for you to taste and if you come in and you want us to open a bottle you you're wondering what this tastes like we will open it for you we do want you to be happy and your brand new location that's going to be near the Archer Hotel mm -hmm. um, is going to be everything that you everything that you want it to be, right? It's going to have food, it wine, is, coffee. It is. It is. As much as we love being in the Oxbow, we're very limited 
as to what we can offer. And we want to offer more to our fans, our customers. Uh, we will have a wine bar. We will have a coffee bar, a Neapolitan-style espresso, lattes, cappuccinos, kind of our tweak on things. We don't want to be uh, the same as everybody else. Uh, we will have our own twist. Um, but the experience will be... Uh, a very luxurious uh, atmosphere um, and the offerings will be different than what what the Oxbow offers. And I think it's it would be accurate to say that every location has a different a different, Absolutely. Ex- a different experience, Absolutely. different attitude. Yes. Um, and so you offer something for everyone. Absolutely. That is our goal. So what is the future hold um the future holds for um, your businesses right yeah now. the the future holds uh we we're going to remain doing what we're doing because we're, we love what we're doing um creating something and sharing it with the world um probably the distillery is going to expand uh into its another uh extension of three thousand square feet where we will have a and another cocktail experience where you will enter uh, with a uh, a ticket and then um, have your own custom tasting with uh, pairing with our our concoction. And we'll have a food truck. So when you come in, you'll have your food to go, have your nice little experience there, and then move on to the grand tasting uh, tour and tastings upstairs. And then if if need be, if the time allows it you can visit the back lot which will have that um, more bespoke experience of um, tastings and and pairings with food but napa stock is going to expand to other cities so that is our goal but for the time being we 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 are focused on opening next to the Archer, uh, but we do foresee Napa Stock evolving into more touristy destinations in different parts of the states. Um, don't I can't really target which locations right now, but that is or the plan. Soon. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's let's get back on you. So, is there someone um, who has inspired you along the way, or who has been? E- been your mentor sure absolutely I would say that would be my mom Uh, she's she was a very hard-working very strong-willed strong-mannered woman and um, I've watched her growing up I think with all the cooking that I do or I can create something out of nothing really I think all of that comes from standing there as a little girl watching my mom so she she has very much been my mentor absolutely I mean, you've got to have incredible drive to continue to, you know, um, expand these businesses and grow these businesses. And how do you keep that drive going? How do you not get discouraged? I think just the fact that I would not want to, first and foremost, let myself down. Uh, or my husband or children, I think I would want to be that mentor and inspiration for my family. And that that gives me that the drive to keep moving forward and not not stop. Probably your husband, the two of you probably support one another. Absolutely. Really well. We've got each other's backs. 
So you mentioned this a little bit earlier, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it again. Um, if somebody came to the Napa Valley and I asked if they moved here, what what advice would you give them? Um, but if they wanted to start a business, what would you what advice would you give? And you and you you mentioned you know the permitting mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. to not give up. Is there any other advice that you would give? I would someone? say um, start with a pen and paper and draw out the plan. This is the way we've done it always. Um, I believe in um, positive energy. I think if you write down your passions and your dreams and on pieces of paper, it will just, that's the first step to becoming reality. Um, but I would say on a piece of paper, draw out the plan. Don't just jump right in and, and have your priorities set. Don't jump in, jump into, for example, if it's a distillery, don't jump in and buy the $300,000 still before you even have product. Have a plan. I think that is the most vital information um, or advice I can give somebody is have a plan and and start small and and slowly evolve into that that plan that big picture that you have so because do you think some people try to grow too fast absolutely and i think that's that's where you you have more um likely of failing i think you need to start little baby steps and just evolve into that i think that's great advice and obviously in five years um you two you have two successful businesses Mm -hmm. so you've you know what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) you know what you're doing okay so um one more question before i kind of wrap things up okay is there anything that people might be surprised to learn about you that you can share I think they would be surprised to know that I I love to dance. <clears throat> excuse, excuse my voice. I love to dance. I love to sing. I think the singing and dancing um, comes from my family. As a little girl, my dad was a singer, um, and my mom loved to dance. So I think we were inspired by that as well. Um, both my sister and brother dance as well. They can't sing, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I, I love to sing and dance and I've taught dance for four years international folk for the Armenian school that my daughter was attending and I did that mostly for her and for her to kind of learn about her heritage and, and traits and things like that. That's amazing. Yes. I had no idea. <laughs> now I want to see you dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to wrap things up with five quick questions. Uh oh. I know. <laughs> Don't get nervous. Um, now, don't th- these aren't questions you're supposed to think about. Okay. They're supposed to be quick. So, here we go. What designer brand do you wear the most? Diane von Furstenberg. What's the weirdest thing in your purse right now? A uh, bottle opener. <laughs> What's the last piece of candy you ate? Uh, s- Starburst. <laughs> Where was your last vacation? Armenia. 
What's one, and we know there's several, what's one can't miss stop in wine country? Napa Valley Distillery. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You've, you've, you answered all five questions. Lucene, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you, Michelle. This was lovely. I truly appreciate the opportunity to sit here and chat with my dear friend. You are amazing. <laughs> I feel honored that you would take time out of your day. Of course. Thank you for tuning in to listen and learn about the women featured in our lifestyle books and involved in our business. Share these episodes on your social media platforms so more people can learn about Wine Country Women. Visit our website at winecountrywomen.com to join our list and be the first to learn about exclusive offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new episode of Wine Country Women.